This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon, everyone. It's coming up to 12.05 on Tuesday, the 14th of February. And that means it's... Almost (laughs) (laughs) 12.06. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You're listening to Enterprise Biz Bites with me, Lily Chai, and of course... Me, Rich Bradbury. Here on BFM 89.9. So Mm. today on Enterprise Biz Bites, we're talking about... Is now the lovely time for SMEs and is business blooming this Valentine's Day? Uh, you can share your thoughts with us. You know, how, you're, how are you spending your Valentine's Day? Are you buying flowers? Are you asking me? Yes. Or are you asking people at home? <laughs> Both. Okay. Uh, I'll be cooking later on this evening. Cool. Uh, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, maybe buying flowers, but I think most people at this point would probably have already bought Bought flowers so by the time I get to the flower shop there'll just be the little dregs left maybe a couple of petals (laughs) left and uh, somebody might be a little bit disappointed it's okay. But there you go. It's but a thought that counts, yes, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you... Do you have any plans for tonight? Do share your thoughts Wait, with do me. you have any plans for the evening? You I, see how you I, avoided I, that, right? <laughs> I'm not buying flowers, <laughs> for sure. But I, I could buy myself some, uh-huh. I guess, for self-love. Yes. But yeah, I do have a dinner in the evening. That ah. would be lovely. Okay. Uh, but speaking of which, hmm. a dinner... Uh, we, we tried to make reservation a, a week ago. And yeah. Everywhere yeah, is yeah, already yeah. packed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I'm not surprised, but we are shocked, I would right. say. Uh, but yeah, if uh, guys at home, if you have any thoughts to share with us, you can reach us on WhatsApp 018-789-8899 or you can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, we all know, you know, Valentine's Day. Some people might think it's over-commercialized and some think, you know, it is a good excuse to celebrate love and romance. Mm-hmm. But Despite all of this deferring opinions about it, it is a marketing strategy that has worked well over the years. And then with that being said, how are SMEs doing this special day? So we have in the studio with us Penny Chu, the co-founder of Bloom This, a a Malaysian online florist, and Marcus Lowe, the founder of F&B outlet Table and Apron, to find out how their businesses are doing this on this lovely day, right? And it is the time of the year, right? The trends are still the same. No one could ever go wrong with flowers flowers as what Rich is doing, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It has been practiced uh, since the 17th century. Yeah, and according to statistics, more than 40% of women expect to receive a a bouquet today. Uh, No bias, but that is just statistics. (laughs) Uh, In fact, forecasts also show that this year's Valentine's spending will be the second highest year since 2007. Mm. Now, besides flowers, jewellery and engagement rings are always big business for February because a lot of people choose Valentine's Day as their proposal date. Back to John Lennon and Paul McCartney, who told us that money can't buy you love, but it still feels that retail can sell plentiful flowers, jewellery and gifts. So today, we want to take a good look at how our SMEs are doing this Valentine's Day to verify whether it is still a money-making day for retail businesses. So welcome to the show, Penny, and and welcome to the show, Marcus. How are you both doing? Very good. Thank you. Um, Thank you again for having me here. I'm excited to be here and... uh, having Penny as well, just hear her <laughs> thoughts as well on this. So, uh, Penny, how are you celebrating Valentine's Day today? Hi, everyone. Today is a really busy day and we <laughs> don't have enough sleep. <laughs> we, uh, uh, yeah, but I'm still glad to be here. Probably on the busiest day of the year, Penny, we wanted to speak to you today, of course. Uh, thank you for the email I got this morning from Bloom. This as well, reminding me it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Penny, right, Valentine's Day, is this the most important day of the year 
of the year for you, right? So how much does it really contribute to your overall sales for the whole year? Yeah, so being in the, in the gifting business, our mission is to create moments of happiness for all sorts of moments, um, from just because to special moments such as birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, and more. And on this note, Valentine's Day is definitely one of the very special moments to celebrate. Mm -hmm. I would say it is not the most important time, but it is definitely a very important moment for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. including us. Mm -hmm. So club gifting is very common during the Valentine's Day. Hence, um, we would receive an influx of requests. And February is definitely one of the high months for us. But other seasons such as Chinese New Year, Hari Raya, Deepavali, and Christmas are also very popular gifting months. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. And how much? Uh, he, this is a tough question, Penny. <laughs> but I'm, 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 how much do you mark up your price for Valentine's Day? And, and do you have limited flower options to be sold only on this day? <laughs> yeah, I think we all know that pricing is very much determined by the supply and demand of the item. Yes, yes. And Valentine's Day is definitely a season where the demand of the fresh flowers are very, very high Mm. across the globe, Mm. not just here in Malaysia. So the price of the raw flowers, unfortunately, it is not really up for us to decide, but rather by the market forces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and during this period, yes, there is a limited amount or limited inventory, you know, for all the flower players and basically um, even restaurants, maybe sometimes they will get flowers Mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, so it is really uh, competitive from our end as well. Mm. But however, we will always uh, try our best to provide a fair and, and honest price to our customers without jeopardizing the business operations. Right. Got it. All right, back to you, Marcus. So we heard that you are not running any Valentine's Day promo this Valentine's Day, right? Why that, not? That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why, I, Marcus? A, why? I'm on the opposite side of where Penny is. Mm. I think when it really comes down to what we do, and I mean, we, I, we now have a, a small, small portfolio of different FMBs, right? Okay. We have Table and Apron, we have Universal Big House, and a recently opened Basic Wine Store. Mm. So... Um, to take what Penny had mentioned, yes, you know, light flower, flowers, you know, uh, F&B is also the kind of space where we celebrate occasions. Mm. But in, in F&B, you've got 10,000 ways how you can skin a cat, mm. right? And Tame and Apron is very much a neighborhood restaurant that celebrates every day as the moment. Um, we're a restaurant where we have to really evaluate and pick what occasions make sense for us. Mm. So the word I normally use within our team is what's contextually appropriate, what primes it for people to think naturally about. Even before Penny had pitched about her flowers, <laughs> Rich has already said, I'm going to buy flowers today. Mm. Right. Right. Um, and at Tame and Apron, the reason why we haven't gone to that extent is because we feel that a lot of guests who come to our restaurants already expect a certain playlist. Mm-hmm. If you go watch the Beatles, you want to hear them sing those classical songs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we did anything that was very much different, 
um, it will be a huge logistical challenge for us. Mm. And also, I think the key point here is managing expectations. Mm. So, so that's how we appropriately decide. Now, we've opened, we've done Valentine's Day before in previous years, and that's how we used to sort of relearn as we, we grow that particular brand. Mm. Mm. Tell me about some of the uh, hidden costs for you when it comes to sales promotions, or, or, or you know, Valentine's in particular. What kind of hidden costs are there? Right. So I guess as a restaurant, when you look at your, your operations, you first look at your price point. Mm. I think um, Penny had mentioned about how the price of flowers have gone up, you know, supply and demand. So concurrently in restaurants as well, we look at um, what are the costs it takes to sort of turn that ship, right, to meet that kind of price point uh, and whether that is something that people will naturally think about when it comes to dining at, say, our restaurant. Mm. So... Uh, hidden costs that will involve the moment we introduce sales promotion of Valentine's Day. Uh, if we go to the extreme and say, let's say my, our average check is 70 to 90 ringgit. And if you look at Valentine's Day promos for restaurants out there, it probably goes up to about 200 ringgit right, right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. You have a change in menu. You have to reconfigure your reservation strategy. Um, you have to rearrange your stocks the restaurant, like what we serve today, we serve everyday stuff like fried chicken, right? Um, now we've got to Boyish add something, something on top of that. Caviar, for BFM instance. And what if we don't sell out of those? Yeah. We won't be able to transfer that out. Yeah. But more importantly, we've got to manage expectations of those who chose to say, I'm coming to Haber and Apron because I want to celebrate my Valentine's Day there. But I want your fried chicken, not yeah. your lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. All right, let's uh, go back to Penny then. You know, um, is there an increase in your sales this year compared to previous years in, during the pandemic? I think with or without pandemic, the season of love is here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And Valentine's Day has always been a very busy period, especially during the pandemic uh, when people are locked down, couples and loved ones were apart. Flowers actually play a very important role in keeping the relationships alive. Mm. Right. I, I want to ask you, Penny, uh, you know, um, you, I see you're sat at home right now and <laughs> you, you seem very relaxed. But obviously, during seasonal periods like this, how do you handle that influx of purchases? Do you hire more freelancers, more gig workers to help you deal with it uh, due to its temporary nature? How do you handle that? Because you seem very relaxed right now. If it was me, <laughs> I would be going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they always say that, you know, be be a duck, be, be a duck right? You know, yeah. come outside, but, you know, paddle hard. Paddling like frantic underneath. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Yeah. So about that, right, operation excellence is, um, is, a, is a key for business every day. And it is extremely crucial during the peak season for us. So as the famous saying, preparation is key, it is truly one of the ways how we equip ourselves for this busy period. Mm. So in Bloom This, we focus um, on the four main pillars in our operations, um, the people, the process, platform, and last but not least, the place, right? So in the aspect of people, we train up our junior staffs so that they are skilled for the unusually fast operation mm -hmm. pace during this busy day. Mm. And of course, we do um, employ freelancers and gig workers mm. to help us out in the workload. For example, things like trimming the flowers, tying up the ribbon, etc. Yeah. Mm. So um, in anticipating the high demand, we also encourage our customers to actually pre-order ahead of time so that it allows us to plan and manage our operations better. 
Yeah. Mm. And I think most importantly during this period is um, um, the teamwork, right? So everyone will be hands on deck as contrary to you saying that I'm very relaxed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually was. I was packing flowers earlier on. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, and I probably have to join the team in pickpacking right after this interview. Yeah, Right. That's okay. great. Uh, we do have a few questions for you. Uh, we're sorry that you can't go back to packing that immediately. But we want to ask you about you know, your supply chain. How is it moving? And to Marcus, we want to ask, like, what festivities are you tapping on then if it's uh, if it's not Valentine's Day? Uh, but for people at home who are listening, uh, do share your thoughts with us. How are you spending Valentine's Day? You can reach us on WhatsApp 018-789-8899. You can also tweet us at BFM Radio. If you have questions for Penny or Marcus, you can do send them in. It's time for some music, so do keep it here on BFM 89.9. Business, football, music. BFM 89.9. Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to Enterprise Fist Bites with me, Lily Chai, and me, Rich Bradbury. Today, we're talking about is it a lovely time for SMEs? Is business blooming this Valentine's Day? Uh, we are here with Penny Chu, is the, who is the co founder of Bloom This, a Malaysian online florist, and as well as uh, Marcus Lau, who is the founder of FMB Outlet Table and Apron, to talk to us about how their businesses are doing this lovely day because uh, some people think it's over-commercialized. Some people think it is a good excuse to celebrate love and romance. But despite all of these dis- differing uh, opinions about it, it is a useful marketing strategy that has worked well over the years. So, uh, Marcus, right, back to you. You mentioned that Valentine's Day is not something that you guys tap on necessarily. Then what kind of festivity will you tap on then? Uh, is it a Mother's Day, Father's Day? Um in our history of running Table and Apron for the past nine years, our big ones have always been uh, the mother of all campaigns for us is, is Christmas, mm. right? right. Uh, it, it's a, it's a three-month, three to six-month planning ahead of time. And, you know, there, there is uh, the, the training that the team needs to go through. There's the logistical planning of how we allow orders to come in. Uh, and also of you know what's appropriate on the menu for that time, and just something that we've always been very well known for during Christmas as well of being a really festive place to come and celebrate having Christmas rose. But in addition to that, we've also had some perennial what well, what I would call our festive playbook, mm. right? So we we kind of have this thing called a festive playbook we plan on for the year. Okay, we're gonna hit what we generally hit is Mother's Day, Merdeka Day, Merdeka Day, yeah. Um, we also have um, we also have our anniversary, which somehow seems to be a celebration <laughs> that we've made it into, which is great, right? Mm. Uh, and, and then Christmas. So you know, if I really go back and sit in Penny's spot, um, I think Valentine's Day is a, is a day to. It's not so much about maximizing value mm. um, for for the business, but it's also maximizing brand credibility back to guests who, mm. are, who are primed to think, okay, what, what do I want to do during this festive campaign? Mm. I mean, it's, it's interesting what you said earlier on as well about um, for those people who want to celebrate uh, Valentine's Day at Table and Apron, eating the, the fried chicken that they have always eaten, you know, and because for them, Valentine's Day could have been that day that they came in and without it being February the 14th. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's about rekindling that memory almost, I guess. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, in, I, in that regard. I mean, 
we've been around for nine years, right? I mentioned. So we, we have people who've come to our restaurant yeah. for first dates. Yeah. Right. The same person comes to a restaurant for a proposal. Uh-huh. And the right. same family comes around for, um, I guess, having their, their, their first, first child or something. Yeah. So we've kind of locked in those milestones already. So, you know, our restaurant now becomes that occasion mm. that's very personal to them. So mm. so we, we have that going on and we think that's brilliant for us. Mm. Right. I, I was just thinking, you know, do you see those people that are coming in for their first date and you're just like, eh, first date, huh? You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Sorry. let's go back to Penny, right? Uh, I guess we can't talk about flowers, as you mentioned, right? There are supply chain issues. But can you tell us, you know, what is the lay of the land of how the supply chain is moving for you? Especially when, you know, there's uh, soil issues in, in uh, the supply chain and then there are adjustments to prices, as you mentioned earlier. Are there more problems in the logistics yeah, and since Valentine's Day is a global celebration, right? So flowers are in demand in every part of the world. Mm. Yeah. So um, in order to ensure that we have enough flowers to supply to our customers, um, we source our flowers both locally and also internationally. Mm. Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier on, the prices are really unpredictable. And hence, planning and forecasting is very essential. So once we set our goal, the next step is to source and also uh, produce. It it does help us a lot that we have a sizable cold room to help us to maintain the freshness of the flowers. Mm. So we are not that afraid of the quality of the of the flowers. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you uh, next, Penny, is, you know, you're obviously you're ordering in advance for uh, expected sales on one thing or another. For those flower, those poor flowers that don't get sold on Valentine's Day, do they just get put, put into the cold room for a while and, you know, kind of hang out there until somebody comes and picks them up? Not really, because usually the demand of flowers for Valentine's Day is more than what we could supply. Right. Like you mentioned earlier on, you know, there's other limitations besides the raw material, there's also limitations in terms of like manpower, mm. uh, logistic, the last mile logistic as well. So, yeah. yeah, hence the issue of overstocking flowers is actually very rare during this period. Mm-hmm. And for those who missed out their Valentine's order today, <laughs> it is not too late to send your loved ones <laughs> a bouquet of flower in this week itself. Yeah. So the stocks that we have, uh, you know, are all good and all usable for throughout our week. Okay. Mm. All right, Marcus, uh, coming back to you, right? So do you think the idea of Valentine's Day is falling out of favor with consumers, right? Some, you know, younger generations, they think it's a very capitalist kind of uh, marketing gimmick for, yeah, for the younger generation. But what do you think about this? I don't believe it is a marketing gimmick. Um, But again, it depends on the lens and what they're looking at, Right. So if, you know, if we were, let's say Tame and Apron, if we did extreme where we said, today is Valentine's Day, we don't have anything else on our menu, but there's 300 ringgit menu that comes with champagne for additional 200 ringgit, then any guests who are or fans of ours will say, that is a marketing gimmick that I'm not going to buy into, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But if we were a restaurant that was already charging, say, 200 ringgit, 300 ringgit and we were doing a prefix menu mm. right and we said 
you know, we're going to just top it up by another 100 ringgit and make it a little special. And this is a one night only menu. And that's what you've already been doing. I think people already know this is a, a place for occasion. So again, it comes back down to the context. Um, that's how I see it. I don't think it's a gimmick. <laughs> I think it's a gimmick if it's not what the your, restaurant would normally do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. See, he's, he's already answered the question that I'd got lined up next. <laughs> the fixed price menu for these restaurants that you go into, you know, on Valentine's Day. You've been going there the whole time. And then all of a sudden, the day that you want to go and eat there, you know, and it's Valentine's Day, you're suddenly you've got a menu that normally would have cost you 80 ringgit and it's costing you 300 bucks. Yeah, but... Um, but, I mean, hang on. That, yeah. that could potentially prevent your older customers coming in, you know... Yeah, right. and, and I, I say this yeah. with experience yeah, because yeah, yeah. Right. we've done exactly that. We've right. done a prefix menu yeah. and we've had to turn away families, yeah. guests that have come just solely for to that everyday meal. menu and, and they expect good time. And, yeah. Yeah. and it breaks our heart that, I'm sorry, but we're charging 300 ringgit today. Would you like to come in for it? Right. So we've done several different experiments on Valentine's Day, right? Mm -mm. And by trial and error, we've come to a landing spot right now that, you know what, with people who come to our restaurant, they're voting that this is their favorite place. So mm. we've got to make sure that we, we, we can read and empathize what they're looking for at our place. Right. I actually have a question for Penny about, you know, prefix. Uh, so restaurants have prefix menu and I discovered this lately, like a week ago, I was trying to book a, uh, buy flowers for my friends and I was looking at one of the websites and it says during uh, the 12th to 14th or this week right itself you cannot book certain uh, flowers mm. for delivery right so they kind of have like a prefix uh, list of, of the flower options that are available right so Penny what do you think about you know all these uh, I guess marketing strategies out there Mm. Yeah, I think I, I can understand and also somewhat agree to what um, what the other florists that you are referring to over there. Yeah, so I would say that it is not so much of a strategy, but rather a supply chain right. method that we are dealing here, right? So because during this period, you know, um, I mean, uh, trying to get hold of the flower supply is actually very tough because we are not just competing in Malaysia, but we are competing globally mm. for the raw materials. Yeah. Mm. So uh, having a prefix menu in this case, mm -hmm. right, uh, somewhat, you know, help us to streamline the product offering and also streamline the operations so that, you know, um, the work and, 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 the, uh, and the operations on this day today itself can be smoother and less error and make more people happy. Penny, I, I want to ask you the same question that we asked um, our friend over here. Um, Nat Marcus, sorry. is Do you think the idea of, of Valentine's Day um, is falling out of favour or do you see it strengthening? And... Uh, what are your, you know, this year compared to the other years, have you seen more pre-orders? Hmm. Yeah, so I think um, Valentine's period, right, is a season of celebration. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of like uh, pre-orders and all that, we've been seeing um, uh, an improvement as well. I think probably due to marketing and also promotion that you know, more people are aware of, the busyness of this period mm -hmm. and some very smart consumer actually pre-book their flowers like i think like six months in advance they right. say that or 
they are so smart then they say that, oh, I'm not going to deliver on the 14th of February, but I can deliver on the 12th of February. Yeah, because they know how busy the operations and the deliveries will, will be on the 14th. So mm. they say that, no, I can deliver two days earlier and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, so I think, um, uh, I mean, consumer awareness are actually uh, getting higher these days. Mm. Well, that is interesting. Mm. That brings us to the end of our discussion today. Thank you so much, Penny, and thank you so much, Marcus. Pleasure having you both here in the studio, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Penny, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, that was Penny Chu, the co-founder of Bloomdis, a Malaysian online florist, and Marcus Lau, who is the founder of F&B outlet uh, Table and Apron. What do you think about all of this, Rich? Um, I mean, it was interesting um, mm. and to find out. I mean, the idea of ordering flowers way before Valentine's Day is mm. always that, uh, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's a plan I always have every year to order way before. And, mm. and, and like you, uh, to book a restaurant if that's what I wanted to do yes. in advance. Yeah. And yet whenever it comes around, inevitably to the 14th of February, I am scrambling for flowers and like you, scrambling for somewhere to book. Right. I might just go to Table and Apron because at least I know then I don't have to pay 300 ringgit to eat a fancy meal. But the yeah. problem is they're already fully booked. I know he's bored. already fully booked. Like a month ago. Yes. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. But yeah, uh, if you miss any part of this conversation, you can of course go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to listen back to the full, lovely conversation. Uh, but right after the 1pm news bulletin, we've got the Breakfast Row replay. So this morning, they spoke to Gormia Kit, who is the CEO of Carex Berhad. So Carex Berhad is the world's largest condom maker by production. Capacity has suffered two consecutive years of losses. So CEO Gormia Kit, who is uh, here in the morning to share with us, you know, if the worst is already over for the company with the lifting of lockdown restrictions and if their venture into gloves is a mistake. We'll be back tomorrow, same place, same time. I'm Lily Chai with Rich Bradbury and this has been Enterprise Bespite here on BFM 89.9. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Valentine's. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.